Hey there, welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with Karen Stultz, myself, and the beautiful, amazing, awesome Janet Uribe. And today we are going to be talking about the fast energy of spirit. It is so amazing. How are you doing today, Janet? I'm doing well, Karen. I've been on vacation with my kids and we're chiming in today to really use some of the notes of what's being witnessed in live action here, and <laughs> how it applies to us as spirit and, you know, the non-physical and the components of us that exist in the subconscious and the higher realms that sometimes our brains, our logical reasoning, our thinking get in the way of and kind of slow things down for us. Thank goodness for logical thinking. Sometimes I say, you know, you got to be reasonable. You got to be logical. And and there is a fine line between the, uh, what I want to say, the, the floating, ever hopeful area and, and the reasonable and, and logical. Um, there is a fine line there sometimes. Yeah, and it's not to say that the logical reasoning and that type of thinking doesn't serve its purpose. It absolutely does. Um, but it's also getting back into the area of awareness where we know we have 70, 80, maybe 90,000 thoughts a day. And what are we creating with them? But mm. in addition to that, when we are so present and we're allowing that presence to be everything we need to know, suddenly miracles happen surprises happen what you want you get and we're talking about getting it immediately sometimes maybe a day two days seconds sometimes we always get an answer almost immediately it's just a question of whether we want to listen to that answer sometimes yeah and then who are you listening to so the thing is when we're when we are intuitives which all of us are we heard friends all of us are intuitive. Um, sometimes we make more room for what's in our brain instead of what's coming in through our heart directly. And so what I've been finding fascinating on this trip is in, there's been so many moments where I'm, I'm surrounded by children, surrounded by my own children and by a family member's set of kids and they're much younger than mine. And it's been fascinating watching them get an inspired thought and immediately acting on it. And suddenly this miraculous level of play is transpiring for them and everything that they want is happening at that very moment. No barriers, no limitations, no logic, no reasoning, just creation. It, it is the key, isn't it? To just allow, just allow it to happen and enjoy it and keep that childlike uh, knowledge because the kids really are closer to spirit they they haven't gotten away from it that, that the uh, spirit has been knocked out of them to believe in <laughs> to to recognize to honor to follow and one of the ways that I find to be very beneficial in as we age and we don't even have to do it as we age it is case of um, wherever we are, because it's never too late to change, wherever we are, 
and it's never too late to be whole. When you get that thought and you don't trust that thought or that idea or that opportunity, feel into your heart. And does it make your heart sing along with the idea? The idea is the idea going to be a joyous idea for you and does it make your heart sing and if it doesn't then it's time to look at different ways different ways of looking at it there are always opportunities there are always possibilities and what is best for you has to be best for you not for anyone else that's key, right? Like, what do you need? What do you want? And so recently I attended a class with my mentor and it was fascinating how many of us, and I'll include myself in that because there are aspects that I'm clear on things that I want, but there's things that I'm not always clear on what I want, still figuring it out. And it was fascinating for us to sit there as adults anywhere between 20 something to 50, 60 something. I want to say one of us is about 75 even. Um, And because we grew up in these paradigms and these scenarios where we have to always ask for permission, mm-hmm. we always have to, well, no, well, you're not in charge of what's for dinner tonight. You're eating what's on your plate. We don't get into these habits and into customs of, oh, wait, I can literally have whatever I want. I just have to place my order for it. I just have to know that it will come. And I'll give you an example, being with children this whole time, I've experienced so many synchronicities in the last several days. Um, to give you the pragmatics, because I know we're just, we're giving you the spiritual, logical reasoning behind things, right? We're explaining things cognitively, how they apply spiritually, but let me give you tangible things that happened. Um, I lost a piece of this cell phone carrier that's waterproof while we're at water, at a water park. And this, this carrier was lent to me by my family member. So I didn't actually want to like break it and lose it, but I, but I did lose a piece of it that prevents suction from happening. And typically I'd go into call crap or whatever. Now I need to buy another one, right? And then I just, it, this, by the way, this figure, this little thing is smaller than a fingernail. It's smaller than, than like my necklace piece. And I thought, okay, well, God, here's the thing. This isn't actually my bag. This is not my suction piece. And I would just like it back. And I searched and I looked all around where we were staying in this little seated area in the cabana and it wouldn't appear. So I just thought, I know I get to have it back because it isn't mine. I have value in returning it to its owner. I would like it back. And she's very careful with her things. And I wanted to honor that for her. And it would make me feel nice to give it, to return it to her in the exact condition it was lent to me. So I go and I tend to the needs of everybody that like at that moment, we go and get the waters for the kids. We make sure everyone has the sunblock on. I just become present with what is needed at that moment. And about maybe 15, 20 minutes later, I come back before, right before we start to get on ride. And I come back to the area and right where I had just looked multiple times, there it is out in the open. And I just said, thank you. But I said, thank you with admiration, appreciation, gratitude. From the heart. Thank you from the heart. Yeah. And I know that sounds small and tiny, but I actually lost this necklace that I'm wearing today in New York 
Mm. Wow. And, and you it. found it. In Austin. In Austin. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I cried for that one a long time. A long time. And it was in such a way, it was delivered in such a way. At that time, I had not placed the order for it, but my heart wanted because I have such attachment to it and love with it and connection with it. But it was delivered to me. I remember losing it in New York, likely on a subway. It was loose and I was able to catch the chain, but not the, pe- the what would you call it, the pendant? Um, but moments later, I don't know what, three, four weeks later, I'm in Austin and I thought about it and I randomly walk into my bathroom one day and there it was. It is so amazing how that happens. Has that ever happened to you guys? If it has, put it in the comments below because honestly, that that happens more often than a little bit. Uh, it, it's so cool. But I think the key is to let go of the attachment of finding it, of having this come out the way you expect it and want it to come out. It could come out exactly as you want it in a different way. So being very clear on what you want, how the how of it appearing is not up to you. It will happen. It will happen. Uh, You will always get an answer. Sometimes, (laughs) as in many teachings, the answer is no, it's not yours. But the key is to let it go. And the key is also to know what having it will mean for you. Yeah, knowing the why behind it, the what purpose it serves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't take the time to get into that energy and bring that forward to the universe, communicating with the universe like I'm communicating with my partner, like I'm communicating with my kids. They ask why all the time. And it's such great training. And it's so funny as parents, oftentimes will get frustrated and get into the, what do you mean? Why? That's because I told you so. And we repeat our parents um, phrases, our parents infamous phrases, just because we don't want to explain ourselves. Isn't it hilarious? And even if we do, because I, exactly, as you were saying, I always wanted to explain to my kids because it was important for me to understand, not to judge, but to understand so that I could make my own choices. And therefore, I wanted to be able to have my children understand why I was saying yes, no, or maybe. And it, it, that was very important to me. And then it just got to a point of Dang it, just do it. <laughs> just do it. I don't have time to explain this. Let's just do it. <laughs> and that's okay, too. It's all part of the wholeness. It's who we are. And looking at, we can't be analyzing ourselves all the time. It is a practice. It is a practice that we grow into. And it is... Um, you know, it, it, it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting to analyze every situation. Remember what you have to do. Remember to tap. Remember to do this. Remember to do that. It's, it, that is exhausting. So just allow the 
energy of spirit to flow through you and let it go. Oh my goodness. It's so beautiful, isn't it? I love it. And, and talking about jewelry, I had a necklace I wear. It's black coral. And I wear it upon occasion to make sure that I am protected from negative energy. And it seems to work. I don't know if it works or not, but you know what? It does. It doesn't hurt. And I always say, hey, if it isn't going to hurt you or somebody else, give it a shot. So I'll wear it. And when I do, um, I have a great day. So terrific. Well, anyway, it had been a great day. And I came home after everything just flowed. And I reached up to my necklace to touch it and it wasn't there. Mm. And I thought, hmm, well, that's interesting. I guess what I will have to do is, is we went here, we went there, we went to the other place and, and it will show up and just honor the fact it will show up. And I may have to take some action going here, there and elsewhere to find it, but if I am meant to have it, it will show up and just let it go. I'll, I've had a great day and I'm going to savor the day. I'm going to feel the wholeness of the day and I'll look at this tomorrow. Well, I go out to help my husband stack wood in the morning and he comes up to me, he says, Karen, hold out your hand before you put your gloves on. And I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't know what you have in your hand. <laughs> anyway, long story longer, he, he says, here it is, your necklace. I said, well, where the heck was it? He said, right at the bottom of the front steps. Now, I had been out there. I had been out there. I looked around the front steps. I looked around the car. It was not there the night before. It was there that day. Oh my gosh. That morning. And and so it it's wonderful. And it is it, wonderful. It also teaches me to be very careful and and notice that it could come loose. So mm -hmm. if I want to keep it on, I need to make sure that I have it more often than I you know, running around town, stopping at 16 different oh, friends and whatnot. And so. I'm going to, I'm going to bring something in that I'm hearing right now too, by the way, <laughs> to challenge that a little bit. Ooh. Um, yeah. And what I'm hearing is, and that's a whole other component of it. They're going to bring two pieces in. They're going to bring in how it's delivered and then the being careful. Um, most of us could pay, probably notice or lose something. And then we'll say, Oh, I hope that someone comes and finds my necklace, somehow figures out, posts it on a public site or Facebook site or something site, brings it to Lost and Found, turns it into the cops, and then that it's going to be delivered. And then I can call and find out and somehow it'll end up in my possession. That's the how. That's the control. Right? That a lot of us will get stuck in that. Believe me, I have gotten stuck in that numerous amounts of time in my life with many things. Holy cow. Um, I'm giggling at myself, but then there's also the, well, I have to be careful. Mm -hmm. And that also is what tends to put more responsibility on our shoulders. Mm 
-hmm. on our shoulders. And what I've loved is I have been hanging out with kids and scenarios in the last several days. And let me tell you what, that is like the last thing on their mind. (laughs) I have to be careful. So I pulled out my camera last night and just wanted to record how much energy hangs out around these kids in terms of them having to be careful and the amount of close calls or whatever, while they're just tumbling and, and doing cartwheels and whatnot um, around the room and those close calls, I'm not even kidding. They're constantly being taken care of, constantly being covered over, constantly having things moved out of their way. I mean, it, it's just wild. And so what we'll end up doing, and my mentor describes it as going to the chalkboard by ourselves to figure everything out by ourselves when really we have access to limitless, fast spirit. And spirit is fast. I'll give you another example. I always, speaking of my mentor, there's another thing that happened on this trip, which is hilarious. I suddenly in the last several days am craving dairy, like it's no one's business. (laughs) Okay, guys, I want to eat that stuff. I want to bite a cow and have all of (laughs) it. That's what I want. And usually I eat real clean and I have all of these food judgments and limitations around food. And so ultimately it was hilarious because I get into session with her and we've had another episode where we've talked about like what you think is, is it? Um, and I get into this, this session with her, it's a group session. And she basically says, all right, Janet, what's going on? What do you want at this moment? I'm like, well, today, friend, today, I want dairy. I want milk. I want ice cream. I want cheese all the time. And she said, she's pushing me. She says, what is this about? And I stopped to think about what is, what is it about? I don't sit there to feel for a moment. I'm in class. I get into my, I need my student cap on. And I start thinking, I'm like, well, you know, I remember this one incident with, with milk with my mom and this is this. And she's like, no, now you're getting into abuse, abusive pain, addiction to pain. That is not what this is about. What is it about? And so she brings up the fact that my metaphor with dairy is I want all these things that I cannot have. Ooh, ooh, doesn't that speak volumes? It was such a beautiful little slap on the face, most loving slap ever. I loved it. And so as we started to get into it and understanding what my current curriculum is, guys, you can stay in the current patterns of your life forever, or you could reach out to teachers and guides who are equipped to do this and really sit with self, get to know self, get to the deeper root of things and then overcome it fast. It comes to allowing it. It yes. comes to recognizing it when it shows up for what it is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. honoring it, honoring it and Absolutely. honoring yourself and your wholeness honoring yourself and your wholeness and you are amazing you are also very unique there is no one they we 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 hear about doppelgangers you know the exact same person somewhere else in the world your your identical twin is somewhere out there well no even twins even twins are not totally the same you are unique You are whole, complete, just as you are. And if you would like to have some guidance along those lines, please reach out to Janet or myself or or anyone that you come across. Be open to 
the love that spirit sends to you. The energy of spirit will answer all of your desires. And it is so refreshing and so satisfying. And it's kind of like, look at the world with a curiosity and just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, you. So true. So true. <laughs> Friends, and the best part is, I just have to add this one little thing. The best part about this is once I started to, and there's a, an exchange, this is what I, the part that I'm hearing I need to share with you guys is there is an energetic exchange when you reach out for help. The help it can be through spirit. It can be like individuals like Karen or myself. When you reach out, there is an energetic exchange that happens and you move faster because the intention is placed and the intention can be, you know, financial exchange. It can be like a, a trades exchange bartering, but intention behind your exchange. So because spirit is so fast, I immediately got the answers I needed, started the healing around it. And I just got into a state of gratitude and bam, the very next thing that happened is as I'm getting in bed, my TV miscellaneously turns on and the screen says, we are happy to have been of service. Oh my gosh. Oh, Janet, I'm getting tingles. That is so cool. That oh, is so, so cool. cool. So I love fast, it. I love spirit, it. My friends, fast I love spirit. it. And you're not alone in figuring this out. You are not alone. There is wholeness in every type of tool that exists out there for you to use. People, source, actual resources, coping mechanisms, tapping, whatever it may be, there are ways. But are you valuing yourself enough to actually advocate for yourself that way and reach out? It does take action. It does take action. Whatever things can be brought to you and brought to your attention, but you still always have the choice of whether you're going to take action or accept this amazing wholeness that is you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So until next time, have an amazing, amazing whole energetic life. And for Janet and myself, be whole. Love to you guys. <laughs>